What's up, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Today, we have John Calderon, the CEO of Angry Demon Studios, with us talking about an upcoming title known as Gory Cuddly Carnage. John, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Now, before we talk about the game, though, let's get into the minds behind it. John, how did you get into the game space? And then how did you go on to actually creating Angry Demon Studios? Oh, my. That was, uh, we start really, uh, you know, start digging deep already from the yeah, start. Yeah. I love it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a, while back, I, a while back, I um, I was kind of that person, you know, that kind of tries all kinds of different things. So, you know, at first I... Um, uh, I tried. I, I was actually a working magician uh, for a while, wow, really? and then I uh, I uh, joined the army for a bit. <laughs> and uh, after that, I was uh, unemployed for a bit. I had no idea what to do, but I got the opportunity. Uh, it was a friend of mine uh, who was working with a film project, and uh, they wanted me to work there as uh, I think it's called a runner. You know, mm -hmm. a person that just fetches things. Pretty right, much, right. and I an was assistant. Like, yeah, an assistant. Yeah, exactly. So I was super happy with that. That was uh, that was like for me that was an amazing opportunity, uh, mm. and I really loved that job. And it kind of went from there. Uh, so I started do uh, you know doing more assistant things like booking meetings and keeping track of things. And after that, I actually started editing um, for mm. the same company. Because, uh, you know, I was editing and doing After Effects and doing my crappy home videos on the side because <laughs> uh, I really love that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and from there, uh, I was actually doing some After Effects things and I wanted to make 3D text. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I started my path onto uh, like game development i wanted to do 3d text for after effects so i could do my crappy home videos <laughs> <laughs> and so i you know i, I started learning um, um i thought I, th I think i started learning a blender that was like the, the easiest one to find it, it was free gotcha. to download and uh, i did some you know really basic 3d models and i realized that oh my god this is this is what i want to do <laughs> so I um, I uh, applied for the university, a university, and I tried to find a good one. And uh, we went to the University of Huelva, uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I got accepted, and went there for three years. And that's where I met all the team members from Angry Demon oh, Studio. Awesome. So we actually we came from the we went there the, uh, during the same year. The right. I think it's the same same year. Uh, in English, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went there at the same time, um, and um, we uh, in the second year, mm -hmm. uh, we did the um, we we had to do a, a game project, and uh, a friend of mine he asked me, John, do you want to join my core team? Uh, we we're gonna pitch one one uh, an idea. I want to pitch an idea uh, right. for. Uh, like for a game for the school project and uh, uh, so you know it was me and four other people and uh, we um, we pitched the idea and it got accepted and the game was uh, a game called Notes of Obsession uh, which uh, uh, was supposed to be like a horror game and it was mm -hmm. my first and I just absolutely loved horror and I've loved horror since I was a kid um, so um, you know, with goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark? Like you know, they, they, <laughs> the classics. They, oh yeah, the the kitty horror. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we made this horror game um, 
with 17 people in total and uh, we called ourselves creaky stairs studio or something like that okay. and uh, and it was uh, an um, amazingly stressful but an amazing time and we managed to make a 20 30 minute horror game which nice. uh, went viral i think uh, that's the expression and right. it, it was just played all over YouTube and it was such an amazing thrill just to see people playing your game uh, and uh, people just loved it so I was like wow this is, this is amazing let's keep doing this right. uh, so uh, after that I you know I asked some people hey do you want to do you want to be in my studio? Do you want to be on my team? <laughs> do you want to be a Pokemon champion or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I talked to a, a bunch of people that I worked with and, um, and they all wanted to join. Nice. And so uh, that's like, that was the start of Angry Demon Studio. And that's when we started making, during the third year of school, we started making our first game, Unforgiving, a Northern Hymn. Uh, which uh, was a game about, you know, a horror game about the Swedish folklore. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it kind of a twisty, turny kind of um, uh, story. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's pretty much, uh, you know, how I got to where I am today. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is quite the lineup of different different jobs and different experiences mm. that you have. And then all of that turned into what is now an upcoming title known as Gory Cuddly Carnage. Yeah. So there's actually a demo out. I tried it out. I really enjoyed it. It awesome. was a very interesting and different game because <laughs> it's like a hack and slash, but you're gliding around on a skateboard, like a hoverboard. Mm -hmm. um, but for those who don't know anything about this game, how would you describe it? So um, like, I usually just ask people if they want to fight creepy toys and slice mutated glitter-filled unicorns as a murder kitty on a hoverboard. <laughs> Uh, so we just call this uh, skate and slash, uh, right. so, uh, since you know it's it plays like a hack and slash. But as you mentioned mentioned before, you're on a hoverboard, so skate and slash. Right, right. It's an interesting concept. Where did um, where did that come up that you wanted to be on that hoverboard while playing? Because I I imagine it it must have been a little bit concerning or challenging to create a hack and slash game where your character is moving so rapidly. Oh, yeah, oh, it definitely is. Uh, it, it was and still is. As, uh, you know, the demo that is out there right now, the alpha demo, that is an mm -hmm. early alpha prototype. Right. Uh, we did have, this is like early alpha prototype 2.0 because uh, we <laughs> did one earlier where we wa just wanted to try out the basic, uh, like the basics of the, of, of the mechanics. Mm -hmm. uh, and we um, we test tested that one on a on a kind of a closed audience. We did some um, events before the before Corona, right? Where we uh, where we tried it out and people just loved it. So we 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 ha we wanted to keep making it. And so this is like the Alpha 2.0 where we kind of try the more refined version of that particular mechanic, so to speak. So it is kind of difficult with the. Um, um, with all the like moving parts and you moving so quickly, uh, but right. we've gotten fantastic feedback from players uh, that we're that we're going to integrate into the uh, future game. So, for example, uh, there's the uh, uh, thing of turning, mm -hmm. and you have to do this U turn, and it kind of takes you out of it. And we just decided, all right, let's let's uh, do like a quick turn 
function. Right. Um, so, uh, and we there was a, a few other things that we found with uh, like a regular hack and slash. I know this is going to be super nerdy and like super like <laughs> game design heavy, but in a no, hack let's get and, into it. Awesome. That's good. Okay. So in a hack and slash, like when you attack the enemy, uh, mm-hmm. you all you're vul- vulnerable. So when you're moving, uh, you. Um, you you're kind you know, like when you're moving you can avoid incoming attacks but when uh-huh. you attack you open up for them attacking you so it's right. kind of like uh, that's that's kind of like an important thing of hack and slash so mm-hmm. I, I tried out some devil my cry and i just ran around and realized that nothing could hit me as long as i keep moving but as soon as i attack them uh, you know they they can attack me right. um so that was the thing where like enemies kind of like because you're always moving and they're attacking you and so on and so forth. So we kind of have to develop different enemies, you know, from here. Right now, it's great for the 20 minute experience because, you know, you just get to uh, fudge everything up, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's just fun, but it needs to be more challenging in, in the future. And that's where, where we need to take that into consideration. Like, what is the weakness going to be since you're never, you're always moving pretty much. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then talking about, you know, being able to fudge up those enemies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it was super interesting. You're fighting unicorns. And mm-hmm. I've never really thought of unicorns as these evil or demonic creatures. Where did you get the idea to use them as like the main enemy in the game? Oh, me. Oh, my. That is actually a pretty difficult question. Uh, the development of this game has been, you know, it's been really fun uh, since uh, we did do horror games before, and we really loved making those. Like Unforgiving and Northern Hymn was our first game, and we right. just learned so much, and uh, you know, it, it, it gave us so much. And then we uh, kept going with the second game, Absolute End of Gods, the future Viking horror game. And both of those games were, you know, they, they do have these like super, uh, like they kind of do have uh, heavy subjects, and you know, the atmosphere is so serious. And uh, so when we decided to make this game, it was kind of like, okay, let's do something new. Let's 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 try something different. Mm-hmm. And you know, we kind of like discussed the things as a team. So it's like, all right, so we have this mechanic. So what 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 is it about? And it just developed from there. And then the unicorns just came in from somewhere. <laughs> I, I suppose uh, there's so many things in the in the game that you know. Uh, it's like when we get just... the idea, it's we just uh-huh. love it. For example, we were in a meeting and we had issues with spawning the enemies. Mm. Uh, in Devil May Cry, for example, they're demons, so they climb. They kind of climb out of the ground. They right. kind of climb out of hell, you know, and that's perfect for that game with demons climbing out of the out of the ground, out of a black hole to get you. Uh, mm-hmm. But we we can't have unicorns climb out of black holes, you know. That would be that wouldn't work. So we were like banging our heads against the wall for an hour. So like, how do we spawn these enemies? And uh, one of uh, uh, one of my coworkers just said, "Okay, how about we just uh, spawn them out of gacha balls? These little, you know, that you right. get out of vending machines." Mm-hmm. And we were like, "No, that's too crazy." Wait. That's perfect. It's absolutely <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Let's do that. So we kind of, so so into the story, we integrated that. All right. So these gacha balls, they're kind of like teleporters. Mm-hmm. It's like drop. It kind of like if you uh, mix the uh, drop pods from Warhammer 
<laughs> with uh, with a teleporter. So it's like right. they, they get into it and then it teleports. And uh, so that's kind of like what it has been like <laughs> creating yeah. this game. It's like if we, we kind of uh, we use the ideas that sticks with us and that we just love. Gotcha. And, yeah, and yeah. you just iterate it on an, it evolves over time. It yeah, seems. pretty much. And and you, the things still have to fit together. You know, it's not just any random idea, of course. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, as soon as like, if we find an idea that we love, like, does it fit? If not, how, can we make it fit by by changing it? <laughs> right. And unicorns, awesome. you know, it's it's a it's a perfect perfect evil demon thingy. You know, <laughs> my <Right>. boat. <laughs> So I had a quick question about the world before we dive into more about like the gameplay or anything. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that was interesting to me about this game is you're this anthropomorphic cat who's floating in space Mm -hmm. with a talking hoverboard and this computerized ship system, which is an NES cartridge or N64 Mm -hmm. cartridge, however you want to look at it, which I thought was hilarious (laughs) um, as his his main like brain Mm -hmm. uh but all of this they they briefly mention and reference that earth is this this post-apocalyptic world now where Mm -hmm. all of the humans are gone i i know that you know there's probably some of this it might be too early to tell or maybe you want to keep uh some secrets to drag out the story for people who are actually playing it but can you give us a little like backstory about like how any of this came to be Mm, of course um let's see here um i think i can yeah i don't think it's there's too many too many secrets uh <laughs> there's the uh, all right so what has happened and we kind of want to develop more on the story as we go uh, as right. well so the alpha right now as you mentioned you know it has these little it uh, like little bits of of story and you you might be able to figure some of the things out um Mm -hmm. but since you know the story has been written during the creation of the demo so uh you know uh some what some of the things that are we going to work in for the full game Uh, but the world is pretty much um a um like it's pretty much today but uh (laughs) <laughs> All right. So we have, you know, toy stores and toy stores right. are competing with digital merchandise all the time. Uh, right. So, you know, and uh, in our universe, in the Gory Company Carnage universe, uh, these toy stores, they, they, they were just fed up with not being able to compete with digital in that way. So they had to take it a step further. So we took some inspiration from uh, uh, these, like the top ten crazy, dangerous toys in the world, uh, right. like uh, oh, it's the uh, like lawn darts, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and apparently the slip and slide is terribly dangerous. I did yes. not know that, but people get horrible <laughs> neck damages and uh, get brain damage from that thing. Yeah. And so we took like we took we took inspiration from like crazy toys that has been made for kids during you know for real and we were like okay so what what if we took that to the extreme so it's like all the all the toys that we want so the toy and the uh, the uh, the spaceship in the intro that's an actual toy in quotation mm-hmm. marks and and then there's uh frank the hoverboard so anyway so uh, these um, uh, like these toys were created like to compete with uh like for kids attention pretty much right and then they made uh, a, a new thing 
a game changer in everything because business was still, you know, yeah. Uh, right. And they made the uh, the artificial pets. We call them uh-huh. ultra pets. So they're okay. like perfect in every way. It's like it, it, it's uh, you can't be allergic to them. They don't age. They don't pass away. They don't eat. They you know they don't do the other things. You don't have to walk them. <laughs> you know they're just like a, a little perfect warm companion for your child. So it's like a real pet, but at right. the same time a toy. So you can just go buy it and you know feel no remorse. Um, <laughs> and um, um, after a while, you know, so they made uh, things like, for example, Gory, which is a cat, right. uh, who is a cat. And, um, um, you know, that wasn't, you know, a big deal. It was still a cat. Uh, but Britney's kind of, you know, really took uh, it, it really, um, really like blasted off with uh, like imaginary creatures. And one of them was yeah. the unicorns. So a- any kid could own their own pet unicorn huh. and everybody just bought that and everybody just purchased them you know because it was amazing you could have a, a live unicorn that's something everybody always wanted pretty much right. uh-huh. uh, any kid wants a unicorn am i right <laughs> uh, so uh, and uh, you know it and after you know some twists and turns that's kind of a long story and uh, they actually like revolted against humans kind of um it's the um, uh, like Detroit becoming human thing, uh, right. where we're not your slaves anymore, and they <laughs> and they mutate and fight back. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much the universe. So all humans are gone, and we do have some pretty exciting things to show, like show, show people um, down the line that we're working on right now, because people are asking what happened to the humans and. We do right. have something in the pipe right now for, you know, what happened happened with the hu- humans, but I'm not going to reveal that just yet. Of course, of course. Well, I can't wait to see it. But now let's let's actually dive into some of the gameplay because right. I wanted to talk about the actual feel of that hack and slash game. So we're doing uh, a bunch of things. There's hoverboarding areas. There's grinding on rails. There's slicing through enemies. Hoverboard slam abilities, mm-hmm. and this is all just from the demo, all within yep. that 20, 30 minute experience. Yep. Now, when you're thinking about that, though, what is the that next level that we get? after this demo, what other kind of combos or maybe unique abilities can we expect to come from this game? Oh, the first thing would be uh, that uh, all of the things that you just described, that's kind of our baseline. That's our right. our basic moves. And then we want the player to use these things and be creative with them. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that uh, we really want to focus on where in the game is that we might do changes to the mechanics and we might like for the full game we might do changes for the mechanics and we might add some mechanics but we kind of want the game mechanics in itself to stay a kind of you know simple or right. easy to use, I'd say, yeah. you know, in, instead yeah. of throwing like a billion million things at the player and the player gets to choose maybe 10 that they like. Uh, this is this is like the, the core concept. And then we want to throw enemies at the player and um, um, other uh, like threats 
as the player, mm -hmm. and you have to utilize these mechanics against the world. So it's kind of like we want to keep the mechanic of the uh, the character simple, and the mechanics of the environment, the world, and the enemies it is what makes it challenging, right? Uh, and and fresh, so to speak. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That that's interesting because I was wondering if this was going to be something where you you have some kind of currency and you're purchasing upgrades or abilities, but it sounds more like you're sticking with the, the, the baseline and just using the enemies themselves or those threats as more of the, you just have to be creative with how you use those baseline mechanics. Exactly. But there will be, hopefully, you know, it's still in such an early stage that, you know, anything I say now, it might change. And, right, you know, exactly. It, this isn't a promise. <laughs> you know, I can't say yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is going to be for certain. So if anybody gets super excited and be like, you lied to me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, so I hope that that won't happen. <laughs> but I'm sure um, it'll be fine. <laughs> we really want like an upgrade booth. Uh, for and some customization things like you know so um, you know you can customize maybe some some clothing and you right. can um, upgrade health and get a big, bigger boost bar and have mm -hmm. explosions and stuff like that so uh, but we kind of like um, those are things that will be built upon the existing uh, mechanics and uh, mm -hmm. so there mm -hmm. we might uh, I don't you you perhaps tried the slam wheel yeah yeah that is quite powerful today so uh <laughs> we might just take that down a little bit okay and maybe have some other fun things where you can that you can actually apply to that particular slam wheel right uh right. but there there will be upgrades uh but this is kind of the baseline so we're not 100 percent sure just yet you know so i can't promise today that this is the way it's going to be uh we we want the game to be fun and engaging for the full duration of the game uh and uh what it takes to make that i i'm sure we're going to figure that out uh also with you know the feedback of the players which we greatly appreciate <laughs> of course uh one thing that i noticed at the end of the demo you had scores awarded for time and points earned in a level are there going to be leaderboards or kind of to that same point that you just mentioned about cosmetic rewards for higher scores to push people to keep trying for that that you know that a plus or whatever the highest score will be mm -hmm. excellent question actually the um um the score um uh, you got medals for the score right so and the medals turn into credits and the credits will be used in the upgrade shop later on gotcha uh when it comes to like uh, scoreboards uh, in that sense that would be an absolutely amazing thing to have but since it does require like some kind of server thing i can't mm -hmm. promise anything today but that is yep. definitely something uh, we want to work towards to have player push them you know to have players uh, push the limits of what what points can you achieve without cheating <laughs> we <laughs> do have course. some pretty awesome players in our community that i think they've gotten like seven million points or something Ooh, wow. yeah something like that Definitely so that's that's way more than we got <laughs> and we made the thing Right. That's funny. You're always going to find those people who are better than you afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but, but I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. As long as, right. I, have, as, long as I have fun with the game, that's like, that's like the best thing. 
uh, yeah. people have it. You know, if, if somebody likes it and wants to play, that's just uh, that's an amazing feeling. Exactly. Another thing on that ending screen was there were secrets or collectibles. Uh, yes. It ranked how many I found, which I didn't find any. So clearly I wasn't looking very hard. <laughs> um, but regardless, those collectibles, are these things that will power up your character? So going more into that upgrade, are these something that might be used potentially for some kind of form of currency? Or are these just more of a completionist thing? Uh, the credits, there are two different kinds of collectibles. Uh, okay. The first kind of collectible is the credits, and the credits are just, you know, money for the shop. Uh, so, gotcha. you know, every gold medal or bronze medal get or new credits, uh, but uh, you can also find them in the environment. Uh, the second kind of collectible, uh, right now, they, uh, you know, in the demo particularly, they, do, they don't really do much, but we do have plans what to do with this this kind of collectible, and also to make it, you know, worth your while so to speak right and yeah. uh, i do have to name draw trine as an amazing uh, game that i love a lot uh, <laughs> okay, but they good. also have this amazing collectible system uh, at least in the latest game i think if i'm not completely mistaken where uh, <laughs> you, the uh, every collectible that you find and uh, like if you find all three collectibles in a level uh, it turns into a um, uh, an item in the opening like the splash screen and when you have all items you can unlock a secret and that is if I'm not completely mistaken now uh, so gotcha. that that is something that like really drove me as a player to find all the collectibles because I want the secret and you know right, it's exactly. not just a number but you get something out of it so we want to hide the uh, secrets in the hub world and the collectibles unlock those secrets. And exactly what those secrets are, well, that's a secret. That's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great, though. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, I really, I really like how much you're putting in it, not just the, the actual game itself, but that, you know, the, the metagame of... Mm do you want to dive even deeper? It's not just that, you know, you can go in there and hack and slash, but there's also these other little things if you want to know more about the world or you want to customize your character more or you want to upgrade your character more. So there, it gives you those those options to, to really focus on more of the content that's there. Yeah, and I think that's super, I think that's important, you know, as a, uh, with the, the customization, we've had some, uh, we've had some requests like, "Can I make my own cat? I want to play my cat." Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can, you know, uh, what how the customization will actually work. But uh, right. uh, for me, uh, as you know, me myself, there's all I, I really love, you know, skins when I play games. You know, something that I like. Right. Uh, so if you know, if I want flames on my rocket launcher, I want flames on my rocket launcher. You know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and if I can use the in-game currency to buy the flames and, you know, really, uh, like, make it my own rocket launcher, you know, I, I, me personally, I really, I really enjoy that. Right. Yeah, it's such a tough thing to balance, though, at the same time, because mm -hmm. I can imagine that you get all these requests and you want to be so, so loyal to your fans. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, you hear all these these voices of opinions from the community, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of them are obviously good ones. But it's that keeping a reasonable tone of like, hey, I want to do this but I don't think we have time or like we don't have the resources to do X, Y, Z. That's the worst part with uh, like, you know, 
reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, there's like so many things that we want to do and want to make, yeah, but you know, it, it's always the thing of time and right. time and you know time versus money as well. You know, and uh, yeah. So you know, fun- functions of different kinds. You know, it takes time and it costs money and. Ah, oh, there. You know, just the, to to balance those two things, right. uh, it it is very it's very difficult, and mostly it's the time aspect of it that's just crazy. You know, it's like, oh, let's do this function. Oh, yeah, that, it's gonna be. You know, everybody just loves this function. How long will it take? Six months. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. All right. So, uh, so one thing that the player will use for five minutes, uh, eight six months. Uh, I. I we can't know right, <laughs> so then we exactly. have to scrap uh, but sometimes you know uh, these kind of um, like limitations sometimes they actually work you know give a you know it works out for the best uh, in some cases where it's been like this is what we want but we don't have time to make it what can we make uh, in that period of time right uh, uh, that is that um, fulfills the same like fulfills the same i want to say destiny but i hope you I have <laughs> same, yeah it's the same purpose and sometimes oh, purpose. you get yeah. exactly and sometimes we actually do get better things exactly out of it so we we, we have to kind of it's like we want to do this uh, huge thing where can we do something smaller that still uh, has a, you know fulfills the same purpose yes right. and the, the smaller thing actually turns out better some sometimes you know not <laughs> yeah i'm sure but I mean, it, at least those ideas are there. You can see that your team is uh, obviously listening to a lot of that that fan base and has some cool ideas. So mm-hmm. I'm sure one or two of those things will probably pop into the game. So I'm not oh, worried about that. Oh, there's a lot of them. We do actually have a list on our Steam page uh, with everything that you know not only needs to be fixed and uh, like bugs and stuff like that, but also functions that we've not only heard players talk about, but we also love watching. Uh, streams and mm-hmm. uh, YouTube clips of the game, so we can actually see how people played, and that also also gives us uh, like excellent feedback on right, uh, exactly. what we what we have to fix. So if if we see players having troubles with certain things, because uh, you might not always speak up about things, because you you know you know it's like you're not really aware that it is a problem. You just think it's clunky. For example, yeah, uh-huh. and as a player, I can absolutely relate to that, and it's just amazing uh, as a developer, especially an indie developer. You know, we don't have that much resources uh, or, or that much, you know, with that th- that many people on our staff. We're only four, right? Uh, so um, just getting to see people play it and you know get some feedback and watch what is actually going on in our game how are people playing it is just yeah. uh, that's uh, amazing and uh, you know so a big thank you to everybody who plays the game <laughs> publicly <laughs> so we can lurk around and see what's going on so we can fix things right exactly big thank you the community is very important oh um, oh it, extremely important yeah, let's dive back into the game. I have a few more questions left. Mm-hmm. Uh, with each level, so when I was playing the demo, it was roughly, like you mentioned, about a 20 to 30 minute playtime. Mm-hmm. Now, that was the way it set up. It's seemingly one level. 
or mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. How how long do you anticipate each of these sections in the game? Are they roughly going to be about the same size as the demo? Will they vary a bit? And mm-hmm. based on that, how long do you expect the gameplay, like a, a, actual gameplay timing will be mm-hmm. for someone to start and complete the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do want to start out by saying that, you know, um, this can change over time. Right, of so, course, of you know, course. this is definitely not going to be final. So, um, wh- what I say, you know, from now might change. So, uh, <laughs> don't hold me too accountable for what I say. <laughs> uh, but the plan is uh, that each segment of the game, each level, uh, is going to be around uh, 40 minutes. Okay. So, we, we do have some. We do have some plans for, uh, um, for you know, expanding on the level that you played. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, it's got probably going to be like ten more minutes or so in that particular level, maybe ten or twenty minutes more. More. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, we aim to have like a little bit of mini boss fights along the way. So it's not only hordes of unicorns, but there's also going to be <laughs> a, a, a big boys with a Z. Um, and also girls Uh, so uh, there's going to be a bunch of those Um, but when it comes to how many levels the full game will have that is a bit uh, difficult to answer uh, at this moment but about 40 minutes per level I think would be an engaging experience and then there's a hub world uh, so when you finish uh, this one, uh, you'll enter your hub world, so you can replay all of the all of the levels. You know, if you want to okay, get cool. all the collectibles or you want to get higher scores to buy something in the store mm-hmm. uh, or the, the upgrade booth, so to speak, <laughs> right. uh, you know, you can do that. That's a possibility. So if you want to replay your favorite level a bunch of times, you know, uh, that's uh, you know that's very you know perfectly good. Uh, and if you just want to blast through the game that's also good (laughs) right exactly however you want to play it exactly Um, that's very important yes so i know at this time and you've already mentioned this uh i i can definitely see that you're still in that stage where you're not anywhere to the point where you're like we're ready to release or something to that (laughs) nature and you can also tell because there's a vague estimate date Um, (laughs) maybe but how (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But how is production going at this point? Do like do we have any chance to hear uh, a more clear release date in the near future? Are things still going smooth? Like, what does production look like right now? Uh, there are some difficulties uh, with the production. You know, uh, we we are working uh, full time with it, uh, okay. so we are we are like working on the on the game as we speak it is in production right now but there's always difficulties especially when you're you know this few and there's also like for example as i mentioned before i'm the ceo i have to do all the paperwork but i also (laughs) do the game design and i have to do the character so it's 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 a lot of tasks that you each and every one of us has to juggle yeah. and still not have any specific part of it suffer you know so i can't just do crazy good characters and spend all the time there and then it's then there's really horrible game design or vice versa uh, or mm-hmm. just spend all my days doing paperwork which is great i love paperwork <laughs> um so there, there is an element of that and 
together with that, you know, if I would, for example, be sick for a week, that's like a, a lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of time that just goes away there. So right. uh, juggling that thing and, you know, trying to get the game released and, and, and working, you know, and also getting, uh, also, you know, you have to work on a personal level. You know your your everyday life also has to work as well, and mm -hmm. uh, it just the uh, you know it's a very it is a very difficult like juggling kind of um, uh, experience. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so uh, you know we kind of like have to, especially when the game is in such an experimental stage as well, because we really want to make this this game uh, you know a, a good game. Uh, right. So, so the, uh, we can't really say for sure right now since uh, there's so many functions that we want to make. So, as soon as we have a new version, we're probably going to release that alpha uh, or the next alpha version online to see if we we made things better uh, gotcha. and see what our fans think about it. And if people like it, I think that's the stage where we can actually start at, uh, like setting actual dates. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes cool. sense. Cool. Um, so I have one last question. I always ask this of all the people that I interview. It is just about general advice. So I, this can be a very daunting and challenging space, the indie game space. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned it already, just some of the, the struggles that you can have from having mm -hmm. such a small team and all of those juggling acts that you have to do to make mm -hmm. everything work. Mm -hmm. um, but for those listening who might be interested in starting, say, their own project or just getting into the game space themselves, what are some tips or some things you have learned along the way or things that you might have wanted to know before you got to where you are now? Oh, my Lord, that's uh, <laughs> I know that, it's a big that, question. That is a very big question because there's so many things, uh, you know, um, we've actually had discussions within the team. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of those kinds of discussions like what would we have done differently uh, and right. i think that's a that's a big part to actually like evolving and developing as a as a developer and also as a person is you mm -hmm. know to look back and to see like what could we have done differently and, and on your next try you, you know you try to make it a little bit better mm -hmm. so you know just it's 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 really hard to just give one uh, <laughs> one piece of advice you know if there are um, you know people who are new to the game they are like you know if and if they have questions they you know uh, they're uh, you're always welcome to our discord channel for example uh, you mm -hmm. know the angry demon discord I think we're on Google <laughs> I, I hope <laughs> uh, and uh, and you can talk to us uh, so we do have like the, it's 3d artists and um, we have sound design and animation and 2d we pretty much have everything under this roof so you know if you just want to chat with a developer you're very very welcome to our discord uh, but when it comes to like one of the best pieces uh, of advice just from the top of my head is like don't be scared of other developers and i know that i was very scared of like you know going you know asking mm -hmm. uh, people for help or uh, for advice for certain things like you know you, it, i remember when i went to school and uh, there were companies here in sweden and they made games and i was like oh my god they're like rock stars to me <laughs> uh, so you know i i um 
had the opportunity to uh, visit them and ask my questions, and and that just meant the absolute world to me. And right. uh, and and I got to know them better along the way, and they mentioned that you know it's you know it's no big deal, and I feel the same when when people when I uh, when I ask like the if ask people to you know visit us like if you have questions please talk to us um and maybe you don't have to do the exact same mistakes we did right um and there's actually very few takers on on those offers so uh, and i i know it is very intimidating uh but don't be <laughs> don't be intimidated to ask and don't be intimidated to show your work there are haters out there but it's a very good a way to uh, like evolve as a creator it's getting your things out there you right. know and so it's two two very very intimidating things uh but <laughs> you know well i i, I want but to say that it, yeah it gets it gets easier along the way right uh, uh, but those two things are very like uh near and dear to me so to speak <laughs> I think they're very, very good points. Um, for awesome. those listening, Gory Cuddly Carnage is currently in development, but you can go ahead and download the demo on Steam. Check it out. Give them feedback. Let them know what you want to see, what you don't like, what you do like. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, John, thank you so much for coming on today. Best of luck with the game. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for you know having me on the show. It's, it's It was a really fun experience. I'm glad to hear that. Take care. You too.